live, my friends. Another episode of the Calcio Connection. We are connecting with you, Italian football fans from all over the world. This is our first simulcast on the Five Reason Sports Network. So welcome to any new viewers we may have through that platform. I do daily shows on that platform talking American sports, primarily South Florida sports. So if you guys want to uh, talk a little Italian football, some proper football with us, you have come to the right place. I'm still waiting on my co-host, Jerry Mancini, who is fashionably late as always. Uh, we actually have uh, another guest who's popping in. Uh, we'll, we'll introduce him in a moment. Let me let me pop him on the panel here. A bunch of good-looking dudes here and me. Uh. <laughs> so let me, <laughs> let me introduce everyone. Uh, we wanted to do an episode today, and we put it together quickly because Joaquin Correa is all but confirmed he's going to be arriving at Inter. So we we wanted to sneak in this episode on the Nerazzurri. I am Alex Dano. Let me introduce who I think is a first-time guest on this program. Uh, Jerry and I have both been on his show, and we actually have his show fully represented. Uh, but since we usually do our episodes in the evening time, American time, it doesn't really work out with Europe so well. So in the afternoon here, Christo is with us from Brothers of the World. Christo, this is your first time with us, correct? It is, it is. Well, we're very it's, happy it's, to have you, sir. Of course, it's a nice time to come on, and especially now that Jerry's not here because, you know, <laughs> losing Korea and signing some guy from Croatia is not, you know, you know the best thing. So I get that. I didn't want to record after uh, Lukaku, so I get the feelings that <laughs> and the emotions that Jerry goes through now. Yeah, maybe that's why Jerry is late, because he's following the Toma Basic signing story very closely. We are also joined by the other half of Brothers of the World, a man who's been on with us a handful of times. Mikey D is with us. Mikey, good afternoon, sir. Good evening. How are you? Hey, man. Good to be back on. Good to see everyone. Uh, good to be back. Um, really looking forward to everything to talk about Inter. You know, um, it's pretty, pretty desolate most of the summer, but now... Actually, on the back side of that, actually signing some players, got had a good game the past weekend, getting some hype going. Let's go, guys. Yeah, no doubt about that. And you know, what's amazing about this episode is we have three different podcasts represented. This is like a crossover. So you've got me and eventually Jerry on the Calcio Connection. you got Brothers of the World in. And we have Inter Worldwide in as well. Let me introduce my very good friend from down under, Anthony Privatera, who amazes me because this guy wakes up so early uh, in Australia, you know, it's about 4 p.m. for me here on the East Coast in Florida. It's 6 a.m. where you are. I don't know how you have this much. I'm assuming you have energy. I don't know how you have this much so early in the morning, Anthony. How are you? I'm um, good, man. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Great to see the brothers of the world. Great to see the wish.com bootleg Jerry Mancini up there. Um, <laughs> but like, honestly, it's it's just I love the mornings, man. I'm a morning person and I just feel like it's, it's my zone away from the world. So it's all good, man. And hey, at the end of the day, if I'm going to do this, i got to get on your, your time zones. The rest of the world time zones is the only way to make it work. <laughs> Yeah, this guy wakes up in the middle of the night for City Ah matches. Why not wake up in the middle of the night to join the Calcio Connection as well? And yeah, he mentioned we have we we don't have Jerry Mancini, but we do have the bootleg Jerry Mancini, our friend Mario Galliano, also from Inter Worldwide, or Sherry Dancini, as you see it here on the display name. <laughs> I think and, and Mario's also at his job, so he's multitasking. I, I hope you don't you don't get fired or something, uh, Mario. How you doing, man? No, Firing from the podcast, bro. Who cares about his job? <laughs> <laughs> I just got a service call right now. I, I told her I'll come back to you in a little bit. Don't worry. I'm busy. 
he's attending more important matters. Uh, you know, Mario, Schultz, I will start. I I want to I want to announce myself as the official Jerry Burner account. So oh, <laughs> that is monumentous to finally have a Jerry Burner. You may not be the only Jerry Burner. I've I've actually seen no. other Jerry Burners. Just many. Here. <laughs> and, I'm the official Mario, one though. Well, let me start with you as the news today, and this is not surprising because Inter have been working on this for weeks, if not months. Uh, Fabrizio Romano, all the transfer reporters saying it's almost a done deal at this point, that Lazio's Joaquin Correa is on his way to Inter. This is a player that Simone Inzaghi, Inter manager, former Lazio manager, he's wanted to fill up that front line, and we knew ever since Romelu Lukaku stepped away, that this was the number one option, at least it seemed like the number one option for most of the time. Joaquin Correa is on his way. According to Fabrizio Romano, the figures are going to be a loan with obligation, uh, where the total price is going to be 30 million euros plus a million in bonuses. So, Mario, let me ask you, and there are a lot of angles to discuss here when it comes to Correa or the alternative that Inter has been linked to this week, but just on Joaquin Correa... Do you like this addition, and do you think Inter paid too much, or do you think the final figure is just about right? I don't think they really overpaid. I think in today's market, everyone's price just – you got to add like 10%, 20% to it, whatever the case is. Um, it's it's really – he's a good player at the end of the day. So for $30 million, you're getting a solid player. And with the loan to obligation to buy – it gives you a lot of flexibility to bring in the other player to be named, uh, Andrea Bellotti, which is, you know, my guy right there. So I think it it, uh, it allows us a little bit more uh, flexibility. Palermo, of course, you know. If, if Bellotti comes, I'm guaranteeing a double for this year. Don't care. <laughs> Calling it now. You're going to get the say and something else. Calling it now. You know, you got Darmian, you got Bellotti, it's a double, it's a wrap. But I think Korea is is going to be in that Lautaro kind of kind of role. Uh, I don't. I'm interested to see how Inzaghi will use them together because I think they're a little, little bit more of similar type of players, where they're kind of not like a, a true number nine, and they kind of feed off of the Deco or what would possibly be like Lukaku or Belotti kind of player. So I think uh, it's it's similarities so i want to see if they play together if he does the two strikers or if if he does the the striker and the attacking mid or second striker how uh how he works those but for 30 million and a loan on top of that i don't hate it at all now our, our guy mass thinks we're uh, or i shouldn't even say we he thinks you are delusional saying double but hold on he didn't well he did he did include okay. scudetto but he didn't specify what if the double would be copa and supercopa <laughs> like the poor man like what about that would, would that be that ridiculous supercopa and copa i don't think that's that crazy if that's the double <laughs> trophies are trophies exactly hey, it's but gonna be a trouble with the champions league i mean come on now i would take that Pirelli, <laughs> I, mean, I call i call it the pirelli cup too so the pirelli cup <laughs> Let me, let me, I'll go around the table. Let me bring in Mikey on this one. Um, so Korea to enter, it's just about done. Uh, $31 million is the total figure loan with obligation. Now, I will keep in mind that this does also help Lazio. 
okay because lazio needed this fund in order to go bring in costage so you are you are helping lotito and that 31 was really the minimum figure that they needed uh because there's also a sell-on fee to sevilla so uh, lazio don't get to keep all of that profit they do have to pay some to Correa's former club. So this is the figure that they needed to be able to do more business and bring in Kostic. So you are helping Lazio in a way, even though it's obviously helping Inter and Inzaghi to bring in Correa. So Mikey, do you like this deal? And 31 million, is that too much? Yeah, I didn't realize about the sell-on fee, but um, that makes a lot more sense now because 31 seems like an odd number because I mean, when you're doing deals like that, what's the difference between 30 and 31? But either way, I like it. And I think that the initial fee being this 5 million loan, that gives you still a bit of flexibility on the market to go bring someone else in, whether that is, you know, recent rumors with Bellotti or whether that's like someone less, you know, thought of like Scamaco or someone like that. Like, I think it's a good deal. I think someone's going to come in after that. And for, I mean, giving Inzaghi what he wants, you, I mean, he's been through so much crap this summer. Like, this is the one thing you can do. You can just be like, all right, sorry about Lukaku. Sorry about Hakimi. Here, here's your, like, jewel. Go do something with him. Like, it's going to be up to Inzaghi to get the best out of him, which I think he will. And I think the understanding between Lautaro and Correa, I think that's going to turn into something really interesting. So I really like the deal. And I'm sorry, Jerry, but yeah. <laughs> the fuck do I give a shit, man? I, I learned after freaking I, – I learned after when Simone and Zaghi left that it's, it's a business. Who gives a shit? What happens, man? I, I hate this whole Inter got a discount from Lazio. And and, in the, and the best line is Inter steal Lazio players. It's not stealing. It's a no, business. It's not. It's not stealing. They Get wanted him. to sell him. Like, if yeah. they didn't sell him to Inter, they would have sold him. If he'd agreed to, they would have sold him to Everton. Like, yeah. exactly. He should, have been a Par- he should have been a Paris player like three weeks ago, and then That's the whole right. Messi thing happened, and they're like, oh, well, who are we going to get? Joaquin Correa or Lionel Messi? Come on. <laughs> well, They should have gone with Correa. Better player, easily. Yeah, and then Inter would have got Messi. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> We would have been in financial ruin if we got messy. Are you kidding me? No, I just I hate when people say that. I, I think they're 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 alluding to Devry when he left Lazio. Well, here's a fucking problem. You left them on a free transfer. Like, what do you want, man? You, it you can't leave it to chance. Imagine everybody's mad now. That's Lazio's fault. Yeah, Caicedo. Why are we selling Caicedo and not Vedat Marici? Well, Vedat Marici has four more years left on his contract. Caicedo has one. He yeah. doesn't fit in a four-three-three. You're going to sell him. Wait, wait, what's the point of keeping him? And plus, him? nobody wants to buy Vidal Marici. That's also a problem. Well, that, that is. But I, 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 I absolutely will keep him still. I think he'll do well under Sorry, that, That's a whole different – this is an inter today, but I, that's a whole different topic. I think he'll do well this season. That's, that's just me. Well, and, and Jerry, this this also – like this does help Lazio because now Lotito has the funds to buy Costage. So this unlocks – another transfer for Lazio. So you can't be unhappy about I, I don't think any Lazio supporter can be unhappy about this because you knew Correa was going to go. It's just a matter of where he went. And okay, maybe you didn't want to see him go to Inter. Maybe you would have preferred he left to go to Ligue 1 or, you know, to uh, to Premier League. He stays in Serie A, so that's not great. But then at the end of the day, this is a move that Lazio needed to make to be able to bring in more transfers. So it worked out in a way for everybody. I don't care where he goes. 
honestly, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if he goes to Inter, if he goes to PSG, if he goes to Everton. At the end of the day, you, you go where the best deal is. And obviously, Everton was the best deal in reality. But you also have to please your player and, and understand that if he doesn't want to go to Everton, then you have to comply, right? Like, there's no sense of keeping him. There's just no sense. I hate how people are saying, "Why are we, why are we selling, why are we selling our best player?" Well, his mindset's not there. Right. It's bad enough you got benched the first game of the season, like that. That just tells you right now, abort. Like you've uh, got an asset, you've got an asset right there that can coop you money. And I've got a certain amount of respect for managers who can come in in a first season and go, "Look, it doesn't matter what you did before me. I'm here now. This is my plan. My plans coincide with the plans of raising money and revenue for the club." I mean, it's not like you're going out and selling Milinkovic, Savic, and Immobile for a combined price of forty million, bro. You're selling one of your players. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> But was he going to be a fantastic asset for your new manager this season? No, he was almost going to be useless. I think it's a good deal for all parties involved, to be honest, especially with still nine days left in the Mercato. There's still plenty of time for signings to hit the ground running. I'd start to be worried if your side's getting to the last day of the Mercato and they still haven't got their team sorted. What do you think, Cristo? Uh, how do you feel about this move? Oh, I love it. Especially, you know, I love when we get players out of Lazio. For some reason, they're always salty. And, you know, even two months ago, I, I think someone said, uh, you know, uh, there's no way Inter signs Korea. There's no way Lazio sells to Inter. But now, oh, all of a sudden, it's a business. Was, okay. that, was that a certain guest on uh, on Brothers of the World who said there's no way Inter get Korea? That was me, actually. I'll, I'll say that. I'll, 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 I'll call that out oh. right now. That was me a long time ago. Man, I hold on. There was never a way... Latito would have sold to Inter, but when you're backed against the corner and and your player now wants to sell to Inter and has a tie to Simone Inzaghi, it makes it more difficult. Like your your hand is twisted. Now, did he like like we said before, he could have kept him, and Latito's known to do that. He is that fucking stubborn. So, I think at the end of the day, it, it, it's not that he didn't want to do. Okay, it, 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 it he had to do it. To make Sari happy, that that's where I think people are lo looking at now. The 31 million is to make Sari happy to say, "Hey, I brought you in for a reason. This is why you're here. I'm gonna buy those players for you." And he had to get it somewhere. Pandemic hurt them, so they had to make the deal. Like you have to keep Sari happy, or he's gonna out the door in one season. So I, I honestly thought that. In I mean, yeah, you're business, you're completely right. Like. I agree. I, I I said that he would never budge. I think he budged. I think he lowered the price thirty one million, pocketed the four million, and he's gonna go <laughs> open a McDonald's now. <laughs> he does love those Big Macs, man. <laughs> All right, now the, the next thing I want to go. Yeah. Go. No, I was just gonna. I'll let you start, Risto, because the next thing I want to go around the table in is, do you think that this is the final striker signing for Inter? Because I think it is. I see a lot of people on social media, a lot of Interisti saying, oh, they could still bring in Belotti. That's still a possibility. I honestly have my doubts. I mean, it's hard to see when I kept hearing for the last several weeks, despite, you know, making $115 million for Lukaku and $70 million for Hakimi, um, despite the big funds they're bringing in, most of that is being used by Suning with financial problems to balance the books. And I've kept hearing for the last couple of weeks that the budget was, you know, max 30 million. Now they're spending 31. And I know it's a loan with obligation, but still on your books, you're spending 
a little over 30 million for Correa. So I personally have a hard time believing that there's still a possibility to bring in Belotti this summer. Maybe I wouldn't rule out a free transfer next summer. I know Milan could also be in a free transfer for him next summer, I'm reading. I wouldn't completely rule out Lorenzo Insigne next summer, although I think he's using Inter for leverage to try to get a new deal uh, with not with Napoli. So I'm not really convinced. I don't think someone else comes this summer, at least not a forward. Uh, what do you think, Cristo? Are you buying into the possibility that Belotti could still come? I mean, I... If I had to bet on it, I would say no. But at the end of the day, why would you make a deal um, for like five million low and then alone, and then having the obligation to buy for twenty five, twenty six? So there's there must be something like a room or space left that they're still negotiating. I think and that's why they are still budging. I because that's the only thing that makes sense at the moment. Because they have the money, they have the cash. They could space out on like I don't know three-year um, payment terms and whatnot, but the deal, the structure of the deal, uh, points out towards something that um, you know indicates that there is still negotiation or negotiating taking place. It's a possibility, but if I had to say, I would say no one's coming, especially because like Jeku isn't what seven million, Sanchez too, um, Lautaro is now extended contract, he will be on a seven million too. So basically three out of the four strikers are on like highest wages as a team so it all points out towards n no signings at least no uh forwards i think uh the only way another forward comes in is if they do decide to mutually terminate with alexis if they decide that his injury is too problematic and this can always change but as of today it it seems like he's going to stay so i i, I think that that's it uh, what do you think, Anthony? Do you think that there could be another player, even another forward to come? Or do you think the Mercato is basically over? What was it, 18 to 20 hours ago, Alex? We said Belotti was the smokescreen for Correa. And here we are the next day, man, with the Correa yeah. deal pretty much wrapped up. The I, I like what Histo said. It doesn't make sense to bring in another signing. We've got numbers now. We've got personnel We've got some budget space, but we don't necessarily have wage space. Um, that can always be flipped and worked on the economic side of things. You just go behind the doors and allocate different different, um, different funds to different parts of your books. But I would say that the fact that it's a loan with an obligation means we are definitely still sniffing around for Belotti. Anywhere for up to 20 mil, you got to get that guy, man. Because what, Alex, you were saying is true. Next season, bro, there is going to be a fire market free agent sale, the likes you have never seen in football, man. Like so many players are going to be the whole pay transfer fees is almost obsolete for the next year or two in my opinion so it's going to be all about free agents and we've got the best free agent director on the planet on our side so Beppe's damage control I'm starting to see it primarily as defend the badge on the chest and stay as competitive as possible if that means bringing in players who would have been preferred four or five seasons ago like your Jekyll like your Belotti that's fine while Belotti isn't first choice Mate, for 15, 20 million, he's going to get you 15 goals this season, no matter what. And if you're wanting to win the title, let's go and put that money down. Let's go and get those 15 goals. That's all I say. If it were up to me completely and I was in control of the PlayStation, Sanchez, <laughs> get his wages off the books yeah. because as much as I like him and as much as I won't complain about him coming off the bench, it's Alexis Sanchez, bro. Every club in South America, Central America, North America, and in Spain will still lap up a contract for Alexis Sanchez. No questions asked, <laughs> especially if it's a free transfer. So as it stands this morning, Correa, Jeco, Lautaro, Sanchez, Satriano, 
it could be a lot worse, man. And if the next if the next agenda is get Sanchez and Satriano on loan and then bring in Andrea Bellotti, you won't hear any complaints from me because Inzaghi has already showed in the first game of the season and in the preseason, if worse comes to worst, Hakan, Sensi, Pedisic, you got three second strikers right there almost as well. We don't lack depth. I don't want to see that to happen, like Christo shaking his head. But yeah. that, that's where we're going wage space right now in terms of damage control. And I think depth-wise, level-wise, it's fine. I'm not worried. And this is a fair point by Gerald. Intermedicato is still not over. Still have to show the door to Pinamonti, who it looks like he's going on loan to Empoli, Salcedo, Gagliardini. I, I don't I don't know. I feel like he's going to end up staying. Sorry to butt in. I'm pretty sure Valentino Lazzaro is about to accelerate for Benfica, Benfica. in the next, yeah. next couple of days, which would be nice. The rumors are loan with option, which is crap. If they if they can, <laughs> if, Mar if Marotta can squeeze nine million out of these guys. Oh, my goodness, man. Just do it. Yeah, because you know what loan with Should option means? He's coming right back. You know what that means. <laughs> we we did, Mario, but we could sit here all day and talk about the wing backs that we lost money on, bro. I don't know. Yeah, well, let, let me bring there. in, uh, let, let me get the, uh, the the two remaining Interisti in on this, and then I'll let Jerry have the last the last word on whether someone else comes in. Uh, Mikey, what do you think? Do you think, uh, and listen, Gerald talked about outgoings for sure. There are players who need to be loaned out or sold, but as far as incomings, do you think the club is done? Um, I don't think so, but I will say that things, especially this window, have changed so fast from one day to another that, I mean, no one even thought about Bellotti before yesterday, really, and that now it's the name on everyone's minds, and that could be gone within the next few hours. Who knows? I think that someone could come in. It probably does depend on some outgoing, which I think will happen, but... I would err on the side of caution and say that it probably that if we stay whole, like I think we will, uh, we'll still be all right. I, w I wouldn't be mad if we did or if we didn't sign anybody. Mario, what do you think? And I know with your Palermo ties, you would love to bring Belotti in. You think we're done? Of course. I I think we can bring him in. It's either between him or like someone like Nandez. I think they go with Belotti. I think. Uh, they're basically in the contract negotiations too deep to, to kind of pull out. And uh, I don't think they want to break those kind of ties with a team like Torino who may or may not have their relationship uh, transfer-wise because we do uh, a decent amount of business with them. We give them a lot of loans and stuff like that. And uh, we do – I think we bought a few players in the past from them. But I, don't, I think that's one of those things where you want to keep that relationship. So because they've made it this far, because you're getting Korea – on that loan deal, I think Belotti comes in, and now you don't have to worry about, oh, Alexis is hurt. Oh, Zeko's, you know, he's played four games in a row. We can't play him. Oh, Correa's hurt, whatever the case is. Santiago's not ready. You're going to have the flexibility because now you're going to have four starting strikers that you can rotate in and out, and we know how important it is for these multiple competitions to rotate players, especially when you have players as old as Zeko and as and uh, as inexperienced as Santriano, you can't rely on them 90 percent of the time. There's what fifty games in the season, including the Champions League Cup and all that. At the end of the day, so it's 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 one of those things where I think if you're gonna go all in again, uh, you have to bring in a player like Bill up to the midfield. There's so many options in there. Plus, uh, like you said, like I mentioned before, we have that second striker, but it's not the same kind of kind of formation that I think is going to go the whole season. I think it's going to be more of a two-striker formation than the 
striker, sporting striker sort of thing, or like you can, because I don't know. I just don't think you're going to give up on Belotti. Plus, for $50 million, you're going to do the same thing you did with Christian Eriksen. You're going to buy him for the lowest point you can possibly get him, uh, $20 million contract expiring, and then I think the plan was to sell him eventually, but obviously what happened happened, and now you're kind of stuck with him and you get pennies for him because of uh, pacemaker situation, but I think Belotti comes. He's 27. He's the same age as Korea. You get him for cheaper. And then between whoever comes in next year with an offer, you sell them 40, 50 million in straight profit. So yep. business-wise, it makes sense. Jerry, uh, what, what do you think? And I, I like how someone in the comments, I think it was David, said, it looks like you're about to drop some infinite wisdom here. Uh, do you think Inter are done with the incomings? Could another forward come? You know, some people in the chat saying they hope that Nahita Nandez still gets the chance to come in. I feel bad for that dude because he waited for Inter all summer. And, you know, I'm not going to say it's Inter's fault. Uh, you could blame Giulini for it, but he got hung out to try. So what do you think, man? Well, it all depends how much money they have left over. I, I don't know what their funds are. I don't know what their situation is. Um, I don't see why they couldn't get another player. I Probably Nandez, like you guys said, he's always been linked to Inter. I, I don't know their Mercato as good as you do. Um, here's the thing. You get a, you get Bolotti. Okay, fine. But when do you play these players? You, there's, you can have five options, but are you going to spend $31 million for Korea to sit on the bench? Are you going to spend $20 million for fucking Bolotti to sit on the bench? Um, <laughs> then you got Jekyll, who has to play, who's making crazy wages. He's going to um, end up missing a lot. He is making crazy wages, but I think he's going to miss a lot of games anyway because he's older than dirt. I, I think that if they do get another player, it's going to probably be a midfielder. Um, unless they loan out Satriano and, and they don't keep him, maybe it's not worth keeping him now because what, what's he going to do? Now that you have Korea, the, it, it, it takes away his playing time. What's he gonna, is he going to play scrub? Ten minutes left in a game here and there. I honestly thought he was going to be a breakout player for Inter, but maybe – sending him alone to Empoli or to one of those teams, say, or something. No, no, I don't know. No, 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 no. Well, where do you want to go? Fucking Pescara? <laughs> I'm, just, it, I'm, just, I'm just mentioning a team. Like, I don't know where you said it. youth. What do you think? Depth, depth yeah. this season, Joe, in my opinion, depth, depth this season is going to be the most important thing, man. The most yeah. important thing across across multiple competitions. It's even something we struggled with last season, bro. I think the days of going into a season with one good backup, bro, you need to expect to challenge for top, top four if you've got one good backup, man. Like the fatigue that some of these players are going to get this season, not just up front, but in every position. I'll go to far to say it doesn't even matter in Serie A who's got the best-looking squad. The team that's going to come out on top of the end of the season are the one that's got the fittest squad. Yeah, that's very well said. Uh, let's bring in uh, another member of the panel. So happy to have him in. It's been too long since we've had him on. Dave, who you can follow on Twitter at Forza Inter Haiti. Dave, good afternoon, sir. How are you? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm sorry for the delay. Um, I was. Oh, no, it's all right, man. You, you, you told me you'd have to pop in late. It's no problem. Absolutely, absolutely. But, um, yes, thanks for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure. It's an honor. Thanks for having me, and I'm happy, I'm happy to be here. I love well, the jersey, now, Dave, bro. I love the jersey, man. Looks oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. I had to pick it up before the sponsor, though. So Yeah, I've got I, my I fake have, one yeah. without the sponsor in my, in my <laughs> cupboard. <laughs> Looks better. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, no, and, and Dave, and Dave, let me oh, have Alex. you uh, catch. I'm getting the yeah. I'm getting the jersey if Belotti comes. 
you told me that because because <laughs> Mario loves Belotti, so we've we've got to hope Pepe has one more rabbit. Oh, he's gonna up bust sleeve. the fucking load. That's what's gonna happen. Oh, he's coming. I think he's that coming. Too, on the jersey. <laughs> 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 over the jersey. And, and Dave, oh, Dave, it's a waste of 130, 40 bucks, dude. <laughs> or 130 <laughs> bucks too. well spent, depending Depends on depends how, how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Every Mercado costs thousand dollars, man. An option, you know. <laughs> So I, Dave, I spent over I, a grand on, on merchandise every Mercado. I'm fucking. Oh my god! I'm fucked, man. I am so fucked Same up. Here. You're, you're, fun, you're funding the you're funding the costage transfer. Like all the all the money Lotito has to spend is from Jerry's purchases. I just got a picture right now. The guy just sent me all the Lazio merchandise. I'm fucked. I, I only want. <laughs> my wife's gonna fucking murder me, man. She <laughs> sent you the picture directly, knowing if I send to this guy, he's just gonna buy it. Yo, how much was the signed Korea shirt? That was I bought that online on the Lazio site, uh, 110. I want to say 130. Yeah, that's not bad. That's good, bro. That's a great deal. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I got Alberto. Anyone willing to Lazio too? I wanted Savage, and I wanted they had a Cherby still. I didn't get him. Um, Just not crazy for him <laughs> i know italians are gonna hate me for that but korea is a fucking amazing player the only problem with him I'll, we'll talk about him later but yeah inconsistent that's all that's his only downfall but great player and, and i want to get Jerry, to that I'm, after. I'm, I'm gonna go and do some retweets of, of your old um, tweets about korea no chance he's joining enter no chance <laughs> can't you know you know i'm good for it okay so just just, just a little warning there don't go deleting anything now <laughs> so, so dave i got two questions for you dave uh, yes, do do you like the Korea signing, and do you think that the price now it is a loan with obligation? But do you think around thirty one million is that a fair price or too much? And and do you like how he fits with Inter? I think that it is definitely a deal that um, it ended up being a compromise for both sides. Um, if the reports are correct, it seems like we were we were um, set at twenty five, and we didn't want to go any further than that. And um, Lazio wanted thirty five or closer to forty. Um, I guess we ended up compromising by going up five to six million for more evaluation and um we, we just gave him that obligation that okay you know what if you guys bring it down a little bit we promise that we will buy him and and whatnot but um as far as the signing itself um i love it because that's a player that of course he's grown under inzaghi inzaghi's grown them um i be- i still believe that although he is 27 which is considered like your your peak year, or at least you should be very close to um, entering your prime. We still haven't seen the best of him, and um, I think that with this squad that he's going to be playing with, the best team that he's going to be on, and it seems to be tailor made from just from what we saw from the first game of the season, that open style, um, fluid game. I think Correa would be a, a great signing for us, and hopefully he could finally crack double digits for both goals and assists for us this season. By the way, I, I don't know if anyone wants to take a crack at this one. Can I ask you guys, Dave Wright, David Wright, especially the Interisti, do you think Conte will sign with Arsenal if Arteta is sacked? Now, I know Conte likes a challenge. <laughs> that to me, yeah. even Conte. No, Conte, Conte needs too many. He needs too many promises, and I don't think right. Arsenal would promise anything. So. Well. Actually, I, I would think that I think it's quite possible to be honest. Because really? um, if we're looking at Arsenal, didn't they just spend fifty mil on some unknown kid Ben White or something like that? And um, they they spend the money. Um, so I believe that if they fire Arteta and then um, 
he he meets with them and they they make him promises. They spend the money for him and um, they give him the assurances that he wants. I'm sure that that's a challenge that he would be up for, especially that everybody would be um, actually um, down doubting him about it. That's the kind of stuff that makes him tick. So I think that actually I could see it happening. Wow. That's interesting. All right. So I want to get more in depth on Korea and I want to get our resident Laziale to weigh in on it because Jerry has watched Korea for the past few seasons a lot more closely than Mario, me, Dave, Anthony, Mikey, and Risto. So Jerry, what are, what are, is that, is that it? Like, what what are the pros and cons for Korea? Uh, What do you think he can do under Inzaghi at Inter? (laughs) I hate I hated I hated the ride because what happened and in, in, in reality it's not really his fault but it's really Simone Inzaghi's fault for playing him in the first place. I think people do forget that. But with Korea, I'll never hate this guy because three years of of playing hard on the field. He, he he's a fast player first off, great dribbling skills, can beat players one on one. What his downfall and 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 I'm curious to see when now playing with. I, I guess he played with a good starting 11, but he'll play with a better, more deeper squad, is that can he play on a consistent basis at a high level? Where there are moments where you see this guy balling and he kills it, like against Milan last year. And then two games after that, he disappears. And then he shows up again and it's like, oh, wow, there's Korea again. He's amazing. So... <laughs> You know, it's funny not 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 to cut you off, Jerry, but that's something that us interisti we've had we've been to be we've been dealing with, I guess, for a couple players now, because that's the same exact thing we're saying about Hakan. Like, yeah, this guy could be amazing. He looks like a world beater one game, but the next two games, uh, you can expect him to be. He can't even put his right foot in front of his left. So, um, Perisic. Hey, but Perisic. if we get enough of those guys, if we get enough of those guys, by rule of a- by law of averages, at least like one or two of them are going to be balling at a given time. But but with Korea, it's different. Like he is a very good player. With Hakan, people say he's not. People say he is. People say he's in between. I don't know. I think he's a good player. I think he'll be a better player under Nzagi. He'll be Alberto 2.0, in my opinion. I know that people are saying he doesn't have the technical skills. He doesn't have the ability. Don't worry about that because Alberto had shit when he came to Lazio, and now he's one of the best. So just remember that. But with Correa, the guy, he can he can finish. But his only problem is, is that sometimes he misses the easiest chances, and then he'll score the hardest chances, and it's really frustrating. So – in the last in last season, in the first 23 or 27 games, he scored three goals. In the back end of the season, he scored seven. Like that's that's the 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 consistency and the inconsistency where he wasn't anywhere in the first half. Now, I will say one thing. He did get he did break up with his girlfriend last year. And I don't know how <laughs> was hold he on. in high school? Uh, hold on. Apparently, <laughs> I, 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 I don't think Mario's impressed, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, no, no. Hold on. Seriously. You're you guys are fucking human beings, too, man. Come on. Don't what a chooch. Jerry makes a fair point because, sorry, listen. So, no, no. He makes so a fair Jerry. point because a lot of people, uh, if it was a bad breakup or whatever, yeah, a lot of people would use. a bad breakup, man. Okay. You know what? I get it. Can you imagine, like, if. Yeah, we had Ilicic and just seeing man and Hakan had a situation like that as well. I guess his wife cheated on him, something like that. Mm. So, Jerry, you're telling me we bought a mental midget? 
Mario loves that term, mental midget. He's using it so liberally about every athlete on the planet at the moment, man. Basically, every athlete is a mental midget to Mario. Mental oh my God. midget. Actually, that sounds so cool. I'm just waiting for my chance to use it myself. You can hack it at the level. If the littlest things get to you, just quit. Just freaking quit. Oh, my dog died. Oh, okay, quit. Okay. You can get over an ACL tear, but you can't get over your dog dying? What? As controversial as he is, he makes a solid point. You watch your mouth, man. Yeah, no, I love it. Maybe you love that dog. <laughs> to this day, okay? You watch your mouth. Don't make me come dog. to Canada. I'll bring you COVID. But even Illich got cheated on last year. Look how it affected his game. But Allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Don't you bring yeah, Illich into this, okay. you motherfucker. Uh, there was some Gasparini magic going on there, too. But the two seasons prior to last season, he, he was outstanding. And... Correa was amazing, was our best player in the Champions League last season. Like he was when we had like eleven guys out, we he scored a, a beautiful goal outside the box and like he really stepped up during the Champions League and, and his game elevated another level in that kind of competition, which shows the type of player he is. Um I, I do have an article where I plan to have out for um Serpent's uh, Mondanina, but um like his key passes, he I think he averaged like Two per uh, two per game in the in the final thirty. He's like amazing. Like, well, don't don't say that too loud because once we start claiming key passes on 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 Twitter, <laughs> they start making fun of us. I remember. Oh my god! god. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we I don't want to explain what a key pass was. Oh, hey, I wanted I wanted to ask I wanted to ask another question to Dave. <laughs> uh, because this was something we talked about, Dave, before you got in. Yes. Because um, there there are some interisti who believe. Korea is not the last to arrive before the transfer window closes, that there could be another arrival. People still think Belotti is possible. I personally don't think it's going to happen because I kept hearing about Inter over the last week having about, you know, 25, 30 million euro max budget. And even though this is a loan with obligation, it still counts on the balance sheet. I learned that from from David Amoyal's accounting school, that it still, you know, counts on the balance sheet for For 30 million. What's that? It counts for this year still, or uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I guess, I guess for next year. So maybe it's possible. Do you think someone else is coming in, or do you think the incoming mercato is effectively done? Um, well, thank you, Hamaza. I would, I would like to to be optimistic and think that somebody else is coming. Um, if not, be even greedy and think that two more people are coming because if it is something that was so cut and dry that we have, um the set budget, this is how much we're going to spend or that, that's how much we can spend. And what's the point of trying to bargain and make it uh, uh, pay this amount late now and pay the rest later? Why are we trying to conserve the cash for it? True. You know, so to, in my opinion, we're probably going to go and um, make Calgary a decent loan offer for Fernandez because I believe that that's what was holding it up. They were all asking for like six or seven million for the loan fee and we were not trying to do that, something of the sort. Uh, either that or um, Belotti. Um, that's what I would personally love. Like, just do it by um, uh, a committee, an approach by a committee. You know, all hands on deck. We're not going to have the big guy that's going to bring in 25, 26 goals. So we're going to have 16, 17 from three, four different guys. And that's going to get it done. Well, well, well said. I want to uh, remind everybody, by the way, to smash the like button and subscribe not only to the Couch of Connection YouTube channel. We are simulcasting on the Five Reasons Sports YouTube channel. So welcome in to any of our new viewers who may have found us here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Be sure to subscribe. 
to both channels for Calcio Connection. We're building it. Uh, Five Reasons Sports YouTube channel has been kicking ass for quite some time. All right, so we've said a lot about Correa. Uh, I want to do a quick recap. I'll give everybody a chance to speak on your review of Inter Genoa because I, I was so thrilled. And I know that, listen, Genoa played like a bunch of corpses. I get it. I know, you know, if I, if I raise Inter up too much, the supporters of other clubs are going to banter me because, oh, look how Genoa played. I, I understand that Genoa looked really bad, but I can also still be happy with the way Inter played. Both of those things can be true. And to see new additions, Jekko was bossing. He was fantastic. He worked so hard, had so many chances. I was so glad he scored in the 87th minute because he deserved to get a goal the way that he was playing. And, of course, we've talked a little bit about Hakan who was the man of the match for me. I thought Hakan was the man of the match, and Jekyll was right behind him. Those were the two best players on the pitch, the new additions. And Hakan scored and assisted, and the goal he scored was an absolute screamer from outside the box. So I couldn't be happier with the way Inter started, except for one shaky moment in their own penalty area in the first half. They played virtually a flawless game. So I'll go around the table. Mario, I'll start with you. We'll go in order. Uh, what were your big takeaways from the Genoa game? And I'll, I'll ask everybody this bonus question as well. Has your opinion uh, on where Inter will finish this season changed based on not only the performance against Genoa, but based on the Mercato? Do you feel better, worse, the same about how the season's going to end? I actually feel a little better. Um, going in, I thought we'd be a top four team at best, but after watching this first game and you see how the new signing of, uh, Zeko, Kahanolu, uh, DeMarco even, I don't want to really consider him a new signing, but cause he's been with the team, but, uh, those two have been so important and they just looked, they fit right in. It was it was from it was from the start. You just saw like this team, they fit right in. And Deco, his his experience, his world class, just knowledge and soccer IQ is just it's next level. It's something that Lukaku doesn't have, uh, but his physical presence uh, made up for it. But Deco, he, you can tell he took on a ball that was beamed at his chest as if it was nothing. You saw that it was beamed. Like if, if that came to me, that thing's going off my chest and into the corner flag for the top of the eighteen. <laughs> but you know, like Kalhanoglu, he ran the show. I'm, he, I'm like, letting that like ball David pass. I'm, 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 I'm had... not going to try to chest that. <laughs> yeah, I'm breaking a rib on that. Got like six inches. Like, so yeah. <laughs> no, but Kalhanoglu, uh, like we were saying before, with the key passes, he had five key passes at the end of the game. That's that's. That's a lot. That's that's making moves right there. And Adeko had like two or three goals. He, he had one. He is he had the assist to Kalanoglu and he missed the bullet header from inside the six. And Point he blank. started the goal yeah. for Vidal because he cut that. Yeah, he cut and in, he hit, hit the that woodwork shot. too, right? Yeah, he yeah. had four or five chances. That guy, he's a striker. That's what you want in a striker. He creates chances not only for himself but for the people around him. And it's it's. So important, and this is what we he when people said like Icardi, this and that. I'm like, this is what we were missing out for five years. Well, this guy was standing like the last man, just waiting and waiting and waiting. Look, Zach, he played a full 90 minutes, and he was one of the most influential players on the field. Uh, the defense rock solid as per usual. Um, Handanovic, you know, didn't have much, but you know, when he when he had to make saves, he made a couple saves. Um, 
the midfield, I forgot since he was playing. That's how good everybody else was. <laughs> you know, like, it, I feel like, oh, another thing, last thing, I'll keep it short. Perisic wasn't a great player by any means, but you can tell that the way he plays, he feels a little more confident in, in taking the ball himself and, and instead of doing that stupid little fake right, go left every time, he's cutting in now. He's going into his right foot a lot more. I feel like Zaghi's giving him a little more freedom on that uh, the left side that Conte and, and um, Spalletti never gave him. So, sure, it, 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 was, it didn't work out in the best of ways, but it's a positive sign. And he also, he also had that offsides goal in the first half. And everyone's bitching about, oh, stay on side, stay on side, stay on side. Listen, he's making the runs. He's in the right spaces. He's off by an inch. He's off by, you know, a foot. It's it's not like he's 20 yards offside waiting in the top of the 18 by himself. He's just missing that line. And if and with time and, and with, with patience, he's, he's going to get it down. He's going to be in on goal more often than not with, with those kind of plays, you know. Come on now, like Paris. By, by the way, I, I, I can't. I, I, I can't. I didn't even realize I was ignoring uh, S eleven. Apparently, maybe it's because you need a better goddamn screen name. Like what? What, what is? You need to do better than than S eleven. But I'm, I apologize for ignoring you. S eleven. Is that is that like a player? Is that like a player initial? Donald thought that was spam, right? <laughs> no, not that. It's just, I, I don't know. It looks like a default username, uh, but apparently S11 is going to sue me for ignoring their messages. Your quality control is worse it's than worse Sunni. Than Sunni. <laughs> but you, you make a suning joke, you definitely get flashed on the screen for that. Right. Yeah, let's, let's, let's kick the dead horse now. <laughs> I thought they were trying to sell me an extended warranty you? for my car. <laughs> I've seen the tweets. That's good. So so let me go let me go to Mikey next around the table. Uh, your big takeaways from Inter four nil over Genoa, and based on not only the performance, it's one game, uh, but also the Mercato, the way that things are shaping up now. Do you feel better or the same about where Inter are going to finish? Yeah, you know it was just one game, but there, it, I've, I've seen a pattern. You know, I, I skipped the first maybe one or two um, friendlies, but I watched the final friendly, and I was like, oh, I like what's going on here, and then. The um, squad seems to have expanded on that, is doing everything that Inzaghi wants and is, like, really getting better, especially, like, fluidity, like, playing wide. I just really like everything tactically that they're doing with this team right now. And I hope that it's not just, you know, the one trick where we run good for about three months and then everyone figures it out and then we suffer through, like, January. So I'm hoping it's not something like that. But from what I've seen, this is going to be a good team. And... I really, like, I was, uh, of course, thinking top two. That was still my expectation, and I think that's still the same for me. Like, we could still pull out a Scudetto. You know, that's possible. It's a long season. You never know what's going to happen to other clubs or with your club. But I think we're still comfortably should be top two. And bringing in Correa, I think, is going to be really interesting. And, sorry, I wanted to get in on this earlier, but mm -hmm. I think he's there's going to be a different part of his game that we're going to see where he's supporting guys like Altaro or like Jekko, and he's not supporting um, someone who's a little more static like Immobile. I think that's going to give a different look to his game and to Inter's game, and I really think that Inzaghi has a plan with that. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling really good, feeling really good out here. So Good. What about you, Dave? Your thoughts on the performance, and how good do you feel about Inter in the big picture? Well, going into the the performance, um, 
I was a little annoyed, to be honest, because I, I, I was reading everybody's predictions and listening to different podcasts and whatnot. And most, most people had us outside of the top four. Now, granted, I do understand that we have um, suffered some, some major losses and um, the replacements on, were not 100% up to par. However, um, we won the league with a month to spare last, last month. I mean, last, last season, you know, and um, Juventus, they haven't done anything special to go ahead and, and automatically have them up ahead of us as the, the favorites to win, to win the champions, the, 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 the championship. So I was already annoyed by that. So when I actually got into the game and I saw the fire in the guy's eyes, you could tell the, the squad were motivated. They were chasing every ball and um, they were getting their legs into tackles. Um, we, we saw that we're motivated and um, we, we've been reading what everybody has been saying about us. So I'm very satisfied and I hope that it's something that is sustainable because I saw not only quality, but also effort. So it was more of a combination of Conte's Grinta ball, as well as Inzaghi's free flowing, beautiful uh, pass. Uh, you saw the one, two between Dzeko and um, Hakan on that goal. So that, was, that was beautiful yeah. football. So I am happy with, with what I'm seeing. And to add Korea to that, that would, that would give Inzaghi more flexibility. It would make us unpredictable. As somebody just just um, pointed out, I'm sorry, I forgot your name. I wanted to give you credit. But um, I'm, I'm very interested in seeing what's going on, especially with um, the latest news with, with Juve and Ronaldo. So hopefully that, that gets done super late and they can't replace him and something like that, because that's still 30 goals that they have to replace if he goes. Yeah, no doubt about that. Jerry, let me go to you next. Uh, I know that you claim to be a Laziale, but we all know you're an undercover Interista. Uh, you know, you, you, you've been you've been, chirping, you've been chirping the Inter propaganda for the last year, and we've got your guy in Zaghi. We've got your guy Correa. And you do write for Serpents of Madonina. You wrote a post-match winners and losers piece, and I know you watched the match probably even more closely than I did because you were all over it. Uh, what did you think of the performance against Genoa, and how do you feel about where – Inter are going to finish. Has your opinion changed at all for this coming season? I would say Inter was going to win the Scudetto again. You don't, you don't disrespect, right. you don't disrespect the champions. I don't care what Juventus is. I don't care about Allegri. I don't care about Locatelli. That means nothing to me. You, you, you got to remember that. Yeah, okay, you got a new manager, but these, it's the same team basically, and they won. They're, they're winners. They're champions. They understand what it means and what it takes to win. So you can't discredit that. Um, in regards to this game, I don't want to take away the performance of how good Inter was as a team. But Genoa, as a team, you have to remember, is just suck. so... Not that... Yes, they suck. But I think a lot of people are not putting two and two together. Is They're very dysfunctional. It's a whole brand new team. Try putting 11 guys brand new together. What do you get? You don't get that chemistry together. You don't get that link up together. You, everyone's all over the place. No one's played together. Like it, It's just a very mashed up team where it's going to take progress for Genoa. Now, I don't want to discredit and say that Inter, that, that's why Inter won because that's not fair. Inter was dominant throughout the whole game. Um, I think that Inzaghi finally has a, a much better team, I'll say, who has more depth and has options where you saw what he was able to do. He brought Vidal off the bench, and, and in five, four or five minutes, he scores. And then an incredible pass to, to Jekyll. Like, fuck the goal. The pass is better than the goal, personally. 
Okay, I, I, I love how people don't ever look at how the goal is created and they just look at oh, oh my god, buddy scored. Yeah, but how did he get to the how did the goal even happen? Like Hakon, beautiful goal to start the game. Like, but it's it's not just how he scores, it's how he gets into that space and, and, and separates himself from defenders where he he has the ability now because he's got good players in the midfield that 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 make it easier for him and he'll be even more effective this season. Um, I thought I thought Jekyll was your best player. I, I'll I'll go and give it to Jekyll, not Hakon, because Hakon was good, but I thought in moments I I didn't see him as much as Jekyll did. Like Jekyll, the announcer said it perfect. Jekyll went to the midfield and became another defender where he gave the option for an outlet pass, um, taking players out in order to draw and create space. Like his ability inside the box, making runs. And, and, and the biggest thing I saw from him, he was smiling. The man was smiling. Now <laughs> people are going to say, well, what does that even matter? The guy was miserable at Roma. Okay. Yeah. He was depressed. I've never seen a guy smile as much as he did in the first game with Inter. That's the Inzaghi factor, first off, because Inzaghi loves like, you know, like you Mario. give him credit for literally anything. I will. I mean, I mean, but he is the striker whisperer, though. We got to give him that. Hey, man. At least, at least, I, 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 at least, I didn't turn on Inzaghi like many people and just start hating him for no. He reason. made that bomb Immobile look good for a few. Bro, at the end of the day. Even even whatever exactly. happened, let's just say stop poking at him, Alex. He did make <laughs> he did make uh, in, uh, sorry uh, immobile better. I will say that he did. I'm curious. Hey, I hate what people say. Well, I'm not gonna call anybody out, but I've been called <laughs> I've been called out before. Where oh, immobile was good at immobile was good at three. No, it's not Zagi who did it. Um, he was good. He won Capo Carinere, but okay, fine. He won that Trino. But what happened after that? Shit the better Sevilla, shit the better Dortmund, like, and then he comes to back to City, and the guy's mind frame is gone. His confidence is down to the drain. Like, what do you want? Well, Nzagi comes in, rookie manager, second season or first season with him. He was a striker, and, and he was a striker, yeah. And, and look, mm-hmm. he did him though, like, and that's why I think that Jekyll is is a perfect match for Nzagi in the way he plays. He's similar to, I would say, Caicedo, a Caicedo type of player where his hold-up, his strength, um, likes to get the pass towards his feet. Um, um, I, I don't really think that Jekyll is similar to Mobley. Maybe I'm wrong, um, but but I, I just like Jekyll a lot, man. Like, but, like, Jekyll can be that Caicedo and much better player, though, obviously, all-rounded, everything. Mm-hmm. But, but, like, just... I mean, and Perisic was the worst player for Inter just because his runs pissed me off. And those, that, that second offside where he – that I, I know the first one maybe was a little whatever, but that second one where he just runs – he's not even covered, nothing. There's no need to, like, sprint. It, that was very frustrating. But, yeah. You know what, man, we'll guys? Inter's we'll top two. Um, you're gonna see weeks where it, it's gonna be very frustrating under Inzaghi. It, it will get like that, but most weeks are, are very good. And, and I think that with a better team for Inzaghi and, and his chance now to finally prove what he is worth, I think that you'll see a lot of good, consistent performances under him. 
I'll get Anthony in, then I'll give Christo the last word. Uh, Anthony, your thoughts on the performance 4-0 against Genoa, and then with everything, big picture, not just the performance because it's one game, but also with the way the Mercato is shaping up, which is a, a very nice ending to a really depressing Mercato because obviously losing Hakimi and Lukaku, it's, uh, there have been some depressing times following this club, but there have also been some nice incomings. So does that does all of this make you feel better about where the team finishes? Bro, I feel great at the moment because with every day that's passing, we really are realizing how badly we needed to break out of the Antonio content. Antonio Conte Suning project. It was there. We thought it was going to go on for X amount of time. It hasn't. It's finished abruptly. And being able to sell Lukaku for that price, you cut ties with the last little bit of magic fairy dust that still is convincing this group of players that it's a Conte Lukaku project. That is That mentality is so far away from this group of players now. And you are seeing the players like Barella, like Bastoni, like Lautaro. Man, everyone just leveled up leadership-wise in the last season. And that's what I'm looking forward to in this campaign. There are leaders in that locker room. You want to joke around about Juventus being leaders and whatnot, about us losing our players? Dzeko, Barella, Bastoni, Lautaro, Brozovic, Kolarov, even though he doesn't get minutes, ask anyone. He is like an extra man manager in there as well. This team is mentally geared to sustain the season. And I have absolutely no doubt they finished top two. Jerry, that's a really weird phone cover, man, but more power to you. Um, but yeah, I, I, after the general, I, I would say Jekyll definitely man of the match. Um, Hakan played absolutely fantastic. I've got to know who that is now. I'm just so curious. But, yeah, we, so yeah, but yeah, honestly, man, I'm really excited, Alex, because if we if we bring in Belotti as well, you're looking at another 15 goals and you're looking at another nine to 12 points. Easy. It's it's uh, Sooning, but it, in in a female version. <laughs> I didn't really? even notice that. Oh, hey, it's Stephen oh, Chang. Yeah. Now, oh, now God. that you've got the inter now that the interlogos in the background, it makes hell a lot more sense. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. Oh so my God! It looks like Mario Snake Sex. <laughs> some interfan just added me on twitter man and that's the first thing i noticed that is too funny. yo alex uh, thank yeah. you so much for having me again bro i've got to head off because my, my commute to work is about to start but oh, um no it was worries, nice to man. see you christo and mikey brothers of the world keep doing it david yeah, good to see man. you mario and jerry Bye, always bro. a pleasure we chat safe soon time safe, time man. safe travels what time is it in australia it's uh 7 a.m they're 14 Ooh. hours ahead of us yeah that's it's crazy awesome. Well, I, before, I wanted, before, before Aristo goes real quick, I can actually get on mind, Alex. I wanted to actually give Anthony credit before he leaves because he brought up some great points that, I, that actually made me feel better. You know, because I did see, like, you, I, I'm sure you guys have seen it recently, Lotaro, even how he's tweeting and stuff. Like, he posted an image of him with the trophy and pretty much acting like a leader. So he has taken that step. Anthony, you're back. So I just wanted to give you that credit. <laughs> um, <laughs> he came back for his credit. So, <laughs> yes. That's a that's a great great shout. I did see Barella has stepped up, um, Lutaro has stepped up. Those guys are not really those young punks anymore. They're big guys now who won, and they can actually lead us to, to another one. So that makes me feel better. We don't talk about Donald Trump on this podcast. Let's just this is an anti Donald Trump motherfucking podcast. <laughs> Screw that bastard. That's all I can say. Screw that bastard. <laughs> Made fun of Sunny. I don't ever remember that. But... Uh, oh That's all God. I can say. Well, I, I, I want to give free. They never talk politics. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jerry, Jerry trips me out. I, I, I want to give Risto the last word 
on the performance four nil against Genoa and does everything going on from the performances on the pitch to the moves in the Mercato off the pitch, do you feel better or the same about where Inter will finish this season? Yeah, so first of all, like the real football starts in two weeks. Um, this is just soccer and a shitty version of football. <laughs> After all, what is it? Like, <laughs> what did you say? A shitty version. This is not even football. This is soccer. The, the real football starts on September 10th, as far as I know. Um, talking NFL. But the, on... what, what oh, my guy Risto in Macedonia is all about the National Football League. How about that, oh, man? That's, that's why the NFL that? champions Imagine, call themselves bro. world champions. You know, football is right. worldwide. Exactly. We got so it's just, you you about it's worldwide. It's just U.S. and Macedonia. That's it. You're talking about the NFL? <laughs> he loves oh, the NFL. Fuck that World Cup shit. <laughs> oh, the NFL, man. But they play four quarters. They play for five minutes. There's so much downtime. It's disgusting. Bro, I would rather... You're Canadian. Go watch your well, hockey I would and rather your curling. Shut the fuck up. I want my Canadian <laughs> football league. Let's go. <laughs> Fucking CFL is just as I bad would rather thing. watch, like, what, the Jaguars against whoever else than Lazio against fucking Roma. The fuck is that shit? <laughs> Come on. Not even... Oh, no, I can't watch game. NFL. I used to love the NFL, man. It's garbage, man. Sorry. I'll I'll, I'll watch it if it's in the, like a nighttime or whatever. But it's just so bad because there's so much downtime, so much time time wasted. Commercials. Yeah, it's a lot just, of commercials. I'm sorry, man. Like, I, if they were watch baseball, like, but baseball. love baseball. That's why I like baseball. That's why you watch like the, the NFL starts at, at like 7 p.m., 10 p.m. for me. So it's <laughs> the best time at, to watch any sport at I don't know Sunday night. So there's nothing you know funnier and more entertaining to watch at 10 p.m. at night. I would rather watch that than I don't know PSV Benfica, if I'm being honest. But going back to the soccer shit, um, Inzaghi, I'm, I'm, I'm always for the Inzaghi shade. You know, uh, the players are freed from the shackles of Conte. Conte is no more the guy that's holding that's holding them back. And I think the I've seen like the odds for Juventus winning the league, and it's quite obvious that they are the, the favorites by far. And I think that's mostly because uh, of the managerial change, which is this, just an indication of how highly uh, Allegri is rated and how, uh, I don't know, how, um, how underrated, in a sense, Inzaghi is. And I hope that that changes this season, especially because they can implement their own style uh, or Inzaghi can implement uh, his own style of play. Now that, you know, there's no Conte, there's no Lukaku uh, revolving around him. And as Anthony pointed out, that's a good shout, as, as, as Dave said. But also, like, I think um, when compared and when I... Put, if we had like Hakimi and Lukaku in, in Inzaghi's system, I think Lukaku is not as, or Hakimi is more of a player of the caliber that Inzaghi wants because he can cover all the positions that uh, Lazari could or Marusic could, and even more than that. And I think that a striker is much easier to find, especially in a league just like uh, the Serie A, when you can some when you can find someone like Jacob for free. Who can cover up um, the, the the lost spaces and the lost positions that Lukaku would have provided? And at the end of the day, like 
the most important thing is to win and not the play style. Um, I hope Inzaghi, you know, uh, mixes that uh, and balances that at the end of the season and concentrates more on winning instead of playing style. So I'm all for that. And I think um, the biggest question mark and the biggest, I don't know, I would say transfer of the season would be um, if Lautaro can actually step up and be the better striker and be more improved version of himself because we've seen him miss a lot of chances, miss a lot of um, clear-cut chances throughout last season and the season prior. So I think if Lodaro can step up, we can progress as a team much further than I could have ever imagined against uh, or under someone like Inzai. Well, I, I want to give, uh, as we wrap it up here, everyone a, a chance to plug their work. I'll let Mario go first because a, a lot of what he does is with Anthony, who had to dip, dip a little early to make his commute in Sydney, Australia. Uh, Mario and Anthony both represent Inter Worldwide. Where can they find you, man? Find me at Mario Sweatshirt on Twitter uh, or Inter Worldwide Podcasts. Do it every now and then, usually super late at night, you know, the best time to have it. Uh, I just put out an article on Serpents of Madonina about the new signings in the last game, so if you want to check that out, that'd be cool. Um, and I'm here, you know, chopping it up with you bozos. <laughs> well, uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll let the guys uh, from Brothers of the World, starting with Mikey and then Risto, let people know where so they can fast. find you. Oh, see you, Mario. What, what is it with these inter-worldwide guys? They, they always have uh, somewhere to be, huh? He's at work, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> yeah, it's true, he is at work. Uh, Mikey, where can people find you and your work on Brothers of the World? Yeah, I mean, right down here. This corner, there's my Twitter <laughs> at. Uh, it is not, it's not pronounceable, so I won't even try. Um, but, yeah, doing everything, uh, Brothers of the World podcast at BOTW Pod. And also, I also do a bit of writing for Surface of Madanina. So you can find whatever you want to do there. I usually take either the matches, the previews, or recaps in that kind of system. But, yeah, if you want to see what I have to say, go there. Go to my Twitter. Yeah. I always do, man. You're being so modest, right? If you want to see what I have to say, everyone wants to see what you have to say. <laughs> Uh, maybe Risto doesn't. Risto, where could be? <laughs> he, gets enough, he gets enough of it. He gets enough of it. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can follow me on not Chris on Twitter, and that's about it. I think Mike said it uh, best. I mean, we're not a great follow, but you can listen to us and listen to the people we talk to. So hopefully, you know, it's a, it's a good listen at least. And I love bringing on our fellow, my fellow South Floridian. Uh, at Forza Inter Haiti. Dave, thank you so much for stopping in. Uh, where can people find you, my friend? Guys, thanks for having me. You know, I'm always willing to, to come on. Um, you can find me on Twitter um, down there, Forza Inter Haiti. And I also want to plug the guys from Brothers of the World. Again, even my, even though Mikey has, has already done it, um, they're doing a great job for, for us, um, Inter Twitter specifically, because I'm sure we all have a voice and we all want to, to comment sometimes. And um, they're, they're always open to bringing somebody on to talk about Inter, and they're for Inter, for Inter fans. So I want to give them a shout out for that. Well said, man. Very well said. Jerry, you know, whether you're writing for the Laziali, Serpents of Madonina, I feel like everybody but me and Dave writes for Serpents of Madonina who's been in on this page. Uh, where can people find you, Jerry, and all your work? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the Laziale, Serpents of Modenina, I think those are the two main sites and get Italian football news are the only sites I'm writing for this year and trying to cut back. I always trying say that. To. But, but <laughs> you, you're like Sonny trying to cut back on cigarettes. This <laughs> yeah, is not going to yeah, happen. Right. <laughs> exactly. But it's an addiction, I guess. It, it, it keeps my mind off stuff, I guess. I don't know. It's a healthy addiction. And, and, yeah, um, it is. And... Um, Jerry, don't let anybody talk you away from it. I see, I see you from time to time on um, on Twitter, like almost giving up, and I will not, I will not have it. Okay, I will find you. Don't let anybody talk you down from from doing what you've been doing. Oh man, I, I just, I think I people just that. hide. I think people just hide behind a fucking phone and have nothing else to do, man. Like I, I like to see what they say in front of you if if they actually spoke to you like that. Like, like I seen a guy mention me yesterday. If, Jerry is an Inter fan. He must be happy Correa's leaving. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> be- because because I speak my mind and, and I don't bash people online and say, go fuck yourself, Inter. Go fuck yourself, Juve. Go fuck yourself, like, Napoli. Like, that's not... What does that do, though? Like, what is what is hatred to, towards a team and, like, all this conspiracy garbage and whatever you want? Like, it, it, it's... If you want actual facts, actual research go online and find out who your actual ally is and it's inter inter and lazio have a history together so when our, our people, fascist ultras get along very well <laughs> yeah like it, it, <laughs> yeah it's proven that they're best friends even the fans like when you go to games inter fans don't attack lazio fans at a game i from far as i know from long and my Maybe I'm, I'm out of something, but I've never recall like fans attacking each other. So and I, and no, I, I don't either. So like, I know there's like another team that they have a, a good relationship with, but other than that, I just know that Inter has always been like that supporting fan base where they always travel together on the odd occasion. So, but again, people, people have nothing else better to say. To me, I, I'm starting to learn just to phase them out because at the end of the day, I, I don't know who the fuck these people are, anyways. So, if I haven't met you on on on, on the podcast, to me, you could be a bot for all I know. Well, and also <laughs> like like the first rule, I I try not to let anybody upset me on Twitter. But rule number one is at least have a face and some kind of a recognizable name behind your account, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, if yeah. your if your avatar is like a photo of Cristiano Ronaldo. You like you might as well be a twelve year old in your parents' basement. Like how? Like why would I let that person bother me? Because yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, the, the people who and I probably don't get attacked quite as much as Jerry does, but the people who do attack me are usually like avatar of a random player, and it's their fourth burner account. So why would I give a shit? Honestly, uh, so so yeah, um, I I think uh, everyone's had a chance to. To, to promote their stuff and let people know oh, where they can find girl, you. Go ahead. Girl said, did you watch the Cagliari game? I, I did watch it, but I kind of got distracted in the second half. And Cagliari was the better team, I agree. And Spezia did not look good at all. They they looked very uh, – it's going to be a long season for them. Jerry, aren't yeah. Lazio fans, Corvo Nord too? Yeah, yeah they're, they're Corvo Nord. Is that, a, that's what Inter is, right? Corvo Nord, right? Corvo Nord, yeah. Um, yep. yeah. It's going to be a long season for a lot of those bottom half teams. I think we're going to see a lot of bad football. Some of it's going to be so bad it's good, but some of it's going to be downright mm-hmm. bad. 
Yeah, well, it, I, I enjoyed talking to everybody. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to find me, you see the uh, – I've been practicing this, Mikey, the point. It's always the opposite direction yeah, went... of where you think. <laughs> it, it's always the other side of where you think it's going to be. You can follow me on Twitter, at Alex Dono. Uh, you know, I know that uh, many of you are, are watching here on the Caltro Connection YouTube channel. We're also simulcasting on the Five Reasons Sports channel, so maybe the 5R viewers already know where to find me 12 uh, p.m. to 1 p.m. every day on Dono Daily. Uh, if you're watching on the Culture Connection page, you can find me there on the Five Reasons Sports YouTube. So huge thanks to Mikey and Risto from Brothers of the World, uh, Anthony and Mario from Inter Worldwide, who already had to dip, uh, to Dave, to Jerry, and for me. We'll talk to you guys again next time on another episode of the Culture Connection podcast. Ciao. Ciao, fellas. Fuck you, man.